0: up nerds thanks for turning on this episode and welcome to the ad that plays before the episode that ad is for next evo naturals a cbd product that vigorously tests their product to make sure you're getting what they say you're getting because there's a lot of cbd out there just like how there's at least 20 spiders in your home right now there might be one right next to you. You don't know. And so Next Evo wants to go above and beyond, just like a genetically enhanced spider who knows your name. So upgrade your CBD and go to nextevo.com slash more news to get 20% off your first order of $40 or more. That's 20% off $40 or more at n-e-x-t-e-v-o dot slash more news. Welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name is Katie Stoll. That's right.
1: It is. Hi Katie Stoll. <laughs> Hi. You know what else is Hi. right?
0: What? I honestly can't guess.
1: Oh, I don't know. I was asking. Hi, I'm Cody.
0: Hi. Justin. Cody, that is right. That is your name. Wow. Joining us today, very excited writer, producer, director for Some More News. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Will Gord.
2: Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Honestly, thank you.
1: Thank you so much for being here. We're so happy to casually talk about the news.
0: Um, <laughs> this is 1,000% you doing us a favor by coming here today.
2: Is, is this the final episode before a certain individual makes their triumphant return?
0: Yeah, we're spoiling next week's surprise. Jonathan is back next no, week. No,
2: nameless, nameless person.
1: Somebody we don't, we're, you don't know. You don't know them, oh, but they'll be back.
0: Just pretend, in your mind, beep what I said before. Some stranger. It, some,
1: somebody, some stranger. Mm-hmm. Some
0: stranger who you guys will all be excited to see return. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> no one more so than you guys, I imagine.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Oh, you know, we miss them.
1: Or her, or, 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 or them, with the person, stranger. The person. The stranger. Yeah.
0: Holidays, folks, we got them. (laughs) Today, May 4th, (laughs) is National Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you.
1: You know know why it was called that? Why? why? Because it rhymes. Oh. There's like no reason. No,
0: I thought you were going to give us something.
2: This is actually one of the only holidays that actually meets the description of those, like, made-up holidays that it, this one actually caught on. It's, like, yeah. it's not international tie-your-shoes day or whatever. It's, like, this one actually is a made-up holiday that caught on. This is why yeah. you do this, right? It helps the, uh, the multi-billion-dollar
1: franchise uh beloved across the globe. But also, you know, tying your shoes deserves a multi-billion-dollar franchise across the yeah, globe to support that. So come I on, Hollywood, get sneaker. on that. Maybe... Stop that writer's strike and settle that, and then have people write about the importance of tying your shoes, is my point.
0: But like mm-hmm. an yeah, epic I mean,
1: tale about laces
0: with like a nice scroll and his
1: tongues the tongues of, of shoes, not like human tongues. Mm-hmm.
0: Gosh, this is a real tangent, but movies, tongues, I, I can't and at this point. I have to continue. So I watched Maverick for the first time, and it was quite the Western good. And comedy. No, th- yes, the Western comedy sequel to Top Gun.
1: Oh, no, there's a movie called Maverick with Mel Gibson. It's a Western. It's a comedy. Okay. You're referring to Top Gun Maverick.
0: Anyway, I was halfway through it and I was like, have I ever seen Top Gun? I'm pretty sure I have, but um, because I've seen so many, but I've seen so many clips of it. Have I seen it or have I not? So uh, then I finished, I chased Maverick with Top Gun 1 and gosh, this is too much setup for how shocking the amount of tongue Tom Cruise uses with what's her name with Iceman. No, when they make out, when they're well, no, when they fuck for the first time, Goose. it is a close up of all brain. tongue. It is it like a lot of tongue? All tongue. It is an obscene amount of tongue. They are doing something with those tongues.
1: Is it good? Are they doing something good with them? Did yeah, you like you're saying hot. you're saying there's like, a lot of tongue hot. and okay, there we go. So like it is it like, too much? Is it like the gross like, amount, or is it like no, yeah, it's really I mean, hot. Yeah. It was just like surprising to it's see in a both movie. both of those
0: things. It's okay. both of those things. Okay. Anyway, all of that is to say, May the fourth be, be with you. May the fourth
1: be with you. Katie, you should watch Maverick with Again. that with no, the, the the Western comedy western.
0: Oh, right. That's right. We've established that other it's one. got okay. Mel Gibson
1: in it. But if if that if you can deal with that. Jodie Foster. Yeah, that's it's a great a, it's question. Very good. love Jodie Foster. Yeah.
0: We got another holiday, folks. That's Is it right. also May Star Wars 5th? related? So, if you wish. Cinco de Mayo? Is that a Star Wars holiday? It can be. It can be. No, this holiday commemorates the anniversary of an early victory by Mexican forces over the French in the Battle of Puebla on May 5th, 1862. But here in the States, it's just an American holiday as well, I mm. guess.
2: I, it's it's basically just another holiday excuse to drink and party right i mean
0: yeah.
2: which you Thank know
0: patrick's day
2: i like margaritas yeah, celebration of mexican culture I
0: like margaritas i don't like the way i feel after i drink margaritas plus booze. i mean okay i like the way i feel during drinking margaritas and right after mm-hmm. the next morning i don't like you gotta drink tequila, water tequila Tequila's fun yeah it, I'm at a point in my life where uh, the water, sure, is an important part, but it's not fixing mm. it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: no, I hear you. It's unfortunate development, but my liver's telling me something. <laughs> okay, that's Katie, it. We've done holidays. What?
1: We breezed past Star Wars Day, but we didn't address the fact that you, uh, a non-Star Wars fan who's never cared a, a lick about the Star Wars universe or franchise is apparently a huge Mandalorian fan. And have like really, really been enjoying it to the point where I haven't even seen the third season and you and have I and it. that's just uh what a yeah what a twist. Yeah, what that's a twist. definitely a twist.
0: I, what can I say? Even like in a, a helmet I like Pedro Pascal.
1: <laughs> I understand. You know he's not in that helmet, right?
0: He's not in that helmet. It's another
1: guy. I I, I don't think I think for season three of Mandalorian uh, he probably was not on set a single time. <laughs>
0: Well, his voice was there.
1: His voice was there, and he does a great job.
0: Man, Cody, you just really fucked I'm s- me up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, didn't, I
1: thought you knew. I thought you knew it probably wasn't him. I forget the actor's name. Why would I have known that? I mean, why you're, you're, you're an You understand. You know, movie magic.
0: Yeah. But I'm so sorry. It for involves doing the that to actor you. being on, I'm choosing to, you know, like our brains can't keep all the information we receive in a given day. So I'm just going mm-hmm. to filter that out. We're talking yeah, about it too much. Don't, it's just, sticking.
2: Just delete it, Katie. From the yeah, no,
1: he's uh, he's is there every day, um, and he wakes up Grogu it's in his little too late. his
2: little no his
1: little crib. Grogu's real, right? Yeah, I mean, that's they real. live together. They live together. Pedro wakes up Grogu, gives him his cereals. He's uh, growing alien race. I don't know the name of the. I mean, alien. he
0: seems to be drawn to eggs and. You know, eggs, babies, Much like Wormo. Um, yeah, actually, once he yeah. does
2: eggs. The Mandalorian is a documentary, actually. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all real. I'm sorry that.
0: Are you guys pulling my leg?
2: No, it is a documentary.
0: Uh, oh, phew. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So what?
2: Nay, nothing. So you're Go really celebrating May the 4th
1: being. Yeah, you're a yeah. Star Wars nerd now. You're a fangirl. I mean, I
0: like. I liked Andor a lot as well.
1: Well, sounds like fangirl shit, so I don't, welcome I
0: don't, really
1: to don't hell. think that
0: I'm mm. anywhere near a fangirl. Mm. Although, I would lose it if I saw Grogu out and about.
1: See? There you go. He's
0: so cute.
1: Yeah, it's like the Beatles.
0: He's so cute. It makes me want a baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think he's like 80 in the show, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, but also... Who doesn't want a perma puppy? You know, like it's like when you that—that's the thing about Grogu. Whenever you get a puppy, you're like, "Oh, you're so cute! I want you to stay a puppy." And that's Grogu's magic.
1: I can't believe, Katie, you just said that's the thing about Grogu. (laughs) (laughs) This is like not any like what I would like. Who are you? Like what? What happened? (laughs) How did we get here?
0: Uh, Here's the thing about the thing about Grogu is (laughs) like what?
1: (laughs) Unbelievable.
0: I. I don't like, um, here's one thing about Mandalorians, Mandalorian and Mandalorians. They're jetpack, man. There's no rhyme or reason as to how long you have to go between refueling. (laughs) They're just like (laughs) zooping around.
1: Katie, I gotta tell you, if you are have a problem with l- the logic of the technology in Star Wars, you are in for a bad time. And the other yes. thing that I
0: kept thinking about that I this so fun, I'm up, sorry, this is so funny. Like it's because...
1: like you're like working a crack like 15 years ago. You're like actually the jetpacks in Mandalorian, unbelievable.
0: But this isn't something new. I know we've made jokes about this one, but it is quite remarkable how bad stormtroopers are as soldiers. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> nothing new i know i know part their, it's, part right their, their, their it's part of their it's part
1: of their their like, appeal it's part of their allure.
0: you know vaudeville clowns up yeah, there it's their gimmick slip it on banana peels
1: playing that new star wars jedi survivor <laughs> game and the stormtroopers are not very good they now miss a who's lot a
0: nerd oh video game boy
1: what do you mean now <laughs> now <who?
0: laughs> in this conversation
1: this for the first yeah First Star Wars we're game just, I've ever played. We're
0: supposed to be talking to Will and asking how he's doing. Will, uh, yeah. Will, what
1: are
2: your Grogu thoughts? Do not answer that. Do not answer that. <laughs> you
0: can't.
1: How are you doing?
2: I'm good. I I feel great. The Lakers are in the playoffs, so I'm gonna nerd right. out on that for the next fifteen minutes. Are you yeah. prepared to talk about? Go for Jer- it. Jared Vanderbilt's Please. defense on. Steph I was gonna Kirk? say that. I was going to bring that up. Jared,
1: mm, about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know you were. No, I'm good. I had a really busy few weeks traveling, doing shoots uh, in Austin and at a climate change conference over the last few days. And it's all done and I feel peaceful. So I'm present and feeling good.
0: Do you feel exhausted after all of that?
2: I feel relief. And yeah, that yeah. gives me energy. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit exhausted, but also a little bit invigorated too. So
0: it's just that mode of when you you're prepping for all of these different things. And let's be clear, we also our shoots
2: yes. nestled in
0: there in the midst mm-hmm. of it. We were able to take some time off in there. You guys, fans of the show, no, we weren't around. <laughs> for mm. a, there was a little break. And but look like, what you
1: missed some star wars talk a mention of the lakers (laughs) all kinds of amazing stuff
0: but it's there's so much work and energy into planning the travel element and uh just coordinating your gear coordinating your crew getting through it and the shoot is exhausting and then needing to travel back
2: i know and i got sick in the middle of it it wasn't covid but it was just a cold and I realized that this is the first time I've been sick in since the pandemic started. Cause mm-hmm. you know, I would have noticed I'm like, I'm sick. Do I have COVID? I got COVID once, did not get sick. So this is yeah. literally the first time I've been sick in like four years, which is dang and as a reminder, being sick sucks in case uh, it's not fun. Yeah. And no, it sucks. We Wouldn't talked recommend. about this
0: at our shoot yesterday, but I'm gonna recreate it mm. for the benefit of our listeners. Just that experience when you're healthy and you really want a break, Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh man, it's every so often you're like, it would be so nice to have a sick day, you know, just lay in bed. But then when you're sick, I'd give anything to to not be healthy again. And it really does put into perspective that to enjoy your health while you have it and your body. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me that there's a lot of people that live with chronic conditions that, uh, It's so easy to take for granted uh, how lucky we are, those of us who don't have to deal with something every day or all the time.
2: Yeah, I think that's also why I feel so good is because I'm not sick anymore. And Mm -hmm. every moment I'm going to try and keep it up as long as I can. But every day that I'm like, I'm not sick right now. And I'm going to take a little moment to be thankful for for
0: that. You (laughs) know what I mean? I do.
2: So that's part of it. Greetings, citizen.
1: This is your ad speaker here to speak your ad. Did you know that streaming services limit what you can watch based on your location? It is whack and uncool. Like if someone filled your car with cooked pasta, who would do that, this guy? But with ExpressVPN, you can change your online location to wherever you want. So in a lot of ways, using a streaming service without ExpressVPN is a lot like using your car, but it's filled with pasta. You don't get that full potential that you would if your car wasn't filled with cooked and hot, but surprisingly dry noodles. Hot, dry, rigatoni. When I find it, sometimes I just stand there and cry. What else can you do? Don't get me wrong. I've also been eating the pasta, of course. Sometimes I eat so much that I get woozy and fall, but it's still weird that someone is doing that. Anyway, ExpressVPN is good. It works with all of your devices and will give you blazing fast streaming speeds. And will even encrypt your data so you can browse the web securely. So stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash more news. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash more news to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free so you can subscribe to pasta ultimate the hbo of showtime
2: of noodles
0: all right let's talk about some news shall we do we have to well, i think so oh yeah I mean, we well, are we the only talk about other stuff
2: news just show that but
0: if we don't i feel like we say that every all.
1: single time and we should just like uh, stamp it, and now we're going to enter the part of the show called Do We Have To? Mm. Okay. Like, literally every single time, we're just like, all right, okay, do we have to? And then we do. And we have a great time doing it. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so as we've established, uh, we, we're we gone for a couple of weeks, but this is still a ongoing Story. So let's just dive in and talk about Fox firing Tucker Carlson. Mm, we missed it. Yes, yeah. we missed it. Stuff we missed. So yeah, Fox fired Tuck on April twenty fourth. It was a surprise for everybody. Seems that even Tucker Carlson did not see it coming, uh, as he was informed of his termination on Monday morning, uh, and he taped his last show on Friday. We like see you later. And lots of stuff has happened since then uh, that we get to recap, I suppose. I suppose. I suppose I should. I could. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk. We, we don't really know <laughs> the reasons why. There's what's being said or guessed at. The Fox Dominion lawsuit could have played a role in his firing. Tucker certainly spouted a ton of election denialism on his show. So that could yeah. be a thing,
1: Cody. Well, there there are a lot of claims about it and like what caused it. And like there's even like a story about how like Rupert Murdoch is kind of weirded out by some of the like religious stuff that Tucker's said. And then there's this text we'll get to. Um, but it seems like a bunch of people claiming things partly because they don't know the answer. And they're like, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's this with these reportings, but also part of it seems like it's this thing where you don't know and it's something else like these a lot because like every single example uh, is like we knew that they knew that like they knew that a while ago like there's not there's something about like the 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 plays being made here where it's like i don't believe any of this is the actual reason literally
0: literally everything that we can go over are things it's like well yeah but he has said and done this before and yes we know we all you knew this before None of this is something new. Like
1: Yeah, it's a weird like form of like it's I don't want to say gaslighting, but it's a weird like just this weird manipulation and lie. Like it, I I'm reminded of I forget even what year it was. I want to say like twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. His head writer uh mm-hmm. for his show was outed as like being like a racist Nazi, ostensibly, uh posting like really, really racist stuff on like forums and whatnot. Um and so they fired him. And that moment always struck me because for several years leading up to that, our show, many, many shows out there, many people were pointing out like this stuff, the rhetoric of this show that Tucker's doing is pretty like fashy. It's pretty like white nationalist adjacent, sometimes full throated, like white nationalism. We did a whole piece on like what, uh, on one like five minute segment he did. And like, here's why this is like pretty racist. And then it was revealed that his head writer was indeed very racist. And so they've, fired that guy, and then the statement out was like, uh, you know, not, this person doesn't reflect our values, it doesn't reflect what we believe, and so on and so forth, and then they moved on. It's like, but but they do, because we've been saying it. Like, it's like years of, be, of pointing out, look at this racist stuff. Oh, we fired our head writer who was racist, but he doesn't reflect like what we think. Well, then you said those words, you said the words that you wrote. Uh, and And people were like, "That's racist." And then you like can sort of wash your hands of that person and claim like they have there's no connection there. And then years went by. And people continued to say this stuff. And then they saw one text where he referred to, like, how white people fight, and that's what did it. It's well, the whole so thing is sort absurd. That. Yeah,
0: yeah. So this week was the last week? Well, the New York Times reported uh, that just before, the start of the Dominion case, Fox, Executive, Fox executives read text between Tucker and a producer that set off alarms. And here is this text. A couple weeks ago, I was watching a video of people fighting on the street in Washington. A group of Trump guys surrounded an Antifa kid and started pounding the living shit out of him. It was three against one, at least. Jumping a guy like that is dishonorable, obviously. It's not how white men fight. Yet suddenly I found myself rooting for the mob against the man, hoping they'd hit him hard or kill him. I really wanted them to hurt the kid. I could taste it. I should remember that somewhere. Somebody probably loves this kid, and we crush if he was killed. If I don't care about these things, if I reduce people to their politics, how am I better than he is? So there's plenty to unpack there. But yeah, that's not on its face worse than the things that he says on, on his, his show, show
1: every day. Yeah, or those mean, uh, leaks of the audio just from felt that like shock job. Something
0: shock. that was planted like fed to the new york times as like this yeah. is what we think it is he's, but you know yeah
1: he's, like the phrase semi literate prim- primitive monkeys was
2: said by him right leaked out, like what that was years ago sorry will
0: will you oh, had something oh
2: yeah i was just gonna that is uh not the reason he was fired i'm just gonna come no. out and yeah, say I, like, I, yeah, yeah. He, I like yeah yeah like he that's... says things 10 times as bad on a it's like The big revelation would be like, do they not watch the show that he was putting up every day? I mean, this guy says racist stuff all the time. Fox News has no problem. They probably have a quota for how much racism you need to put on Mm -hmm. their show. I mean, Jesse Waters, all these people are spouting racism on a daily basis. Fox News has no problem with racism. And so that's it's absurd to think that that text would be the reason. And so it makes me wonder what, what is actually the reason they fired him? And I feel like it's something that nobody knows right now. Like there's something going on that's Absolutely. not being spoken yeah, about. Yeah. Even the clips that they're releasing is like, this is like, what, what, like, these are
1: the reasons. What are you talking about? Um, It's gotta be something about just like they, you know, they're, Like it affects their bottom line in some way. We're like, if we keep him on, we're gonna lose millions and millions and millions of more dollars because of a lawsuit or whatever it is. Or there's a text we didn't see that, like Mm -hmm. you know, heavy on the N-word, stuff like that. It's like, oh, he hasn't said that on the air. Whereas this is just like
0: that would necessarily do it unless there was something else. Like
1: But also, even this text, there's an element of it like it's like This is was it like the moment of the brief moment of self-reflection that they had a problem with? You know, they're like, oh, no, he's coming. He's coming to his senses. We got to we got to stop this. Um, But also, I think as every broadcast he's done since he sent that text shows, he didn't really mean it. Or if he did, it was very fleeting. Um, He has not dialed it down at all since realizing he was rooting for the death of like the public death of kids in the streets, you know,
0: having the ability to acknowledge that he's just saying that, yeah, it's fucked up that I'm thinking that I really want them to kill this kid. That's basically. Yeah, but
1: he didn't adjust his behavior or anything like that. It's just
0: he's just having the the, he's just able to say. Yeah, that kid has people that love him. I still think he should die like.
2: Yeah, like what is the part of that that they had the problem with? Is it that he was like, you know, maybe I shouldn't root for the death of this kid. Was that the problem that they had with it? But it's the white thing, like, white people fight that way. That was the thing. I'm like, yeah. give me a break. Uh, this guy Tucker d-
1: admitted to jumping some guy in a bathroom, like, yeah, back in the day. him and like, his
2: friend gay-bashed yeah, someone in a like, bathroom. or at It's least absolutely how white
1: men fight, Tucker. So, <laughs> of course whatever.
0: it is. I-, I read some, I think it was a Vox piece earlier, talking about, I mean, it's really jumping through. Some Vox hoops and Friends? To what? <clears throat> Vox and Sorry. Friends. Sorry. Yeah, you should be. I am. It's two <laughs> strikes, Cody. Two strikes. All right. There's no limit on strikes, though. That's the problem. <laughs> That's right. Mm. You know, that Fox, their, their point was that Fox, not Vox, jumps through a lot of hoops to be or, or like wants to be seen as colorblind is the official thing and the inclusion of specifically saying white men wouldn't fight like this mm. that's the step too far i'm like this is a lot of no. yeah there's
1: nothing in any of these sort of releases in this like backdoor reporting that indicates like the actual reason um maybe we'll never know i
2: don't know
0: what do you think comes next for him
2: well, he's, I mean, the interesting thing about Tucker is that he's, in some ways, you can almost describe him as, like, the head of the Republican Party. Like, right. the, his producer was on, his former producer was on CNN recently talking about how Tucker was, like, super close to brokering the House speakership live on air right with McCarthy uh yeah.
1: right and like he yeah he's like I I'll do it and yeah. I'll tell and I'll tell you what to do
2: and that B- didn't basically. happen right that didn't happen but he did privately like McCarthy made concessions to Tucker yeah so the amount of power that this person has over the electorate and by extension the party is immense so my guess is that whatever he does next is He's going to be, he's going to land somewhere. Yeah,
1: but yeah. I wonder, because like, He'll create the, his own thing. The thing, because, and he would probably, and be able to have like, you know, his core audience sort of follow him. I think, uh, obviously, like the Fox News viewership is, uh, leans pretty old, and, uh, his program to some extent gets younger viewers because he wants to get the, like, you know, 24 year old Nazi vibes going. But I, do wonder because what like that sort of brokering like within the Republican party part of that is based on the fact that he has a very popular show on nightly television right right i don't know if he will have that same amount of power if he's on like a rumble right like and he would he would go there and he'd have like a channel and he'd do his thing um and maybe he'd get millions of views there but but even that i don't know if it has enough sway in how the gop sort of views stuff like that and rumble's like oh for the fuck the the lead host of fox news wants to do this that's another position as opposed to like oh popular channel on rumble even though it's tucker but i don't do know a
0: youtube show like do.
1: i <laughs> mean that's what you probably do um because i don't think any other network will or, have him. um
0: part of me was like did he just ask them to fire him in some mutually beneficial way. And now he's going to do something. To, I don't know. What am I saying? I, I Will mean, he run for office. Will he do something like I don't think like he'll that? run for office. You know,
1: I think he's, you know? I don't think, I think like, this isn't exactly the right word, but I think he's too lazy. I don't think he mm. wants that responsibility or wants that work. I think he likes rather
0: just probably be being able, able to ear. like,
1: yeah. And like, he's got his home studio, talk to people in the morning, whatever. And like, yeah, a Nazi writes my script. I go in, I do my thing as opposed to like oh actually governing i think i don't know if he actually wants to do that i think there's an element of sort of like will the position you were talking about of like no i want to be my uh, be like King a maker. famous tv guy and kingmaker mm-hmm. sort it's of thing definitely... and then be able to exert my power in that way as opposed to be actually like in in congress or in a position of like executive power I, and be able, i would able agree to with that.
0: that i would agree with that but i mean i, mean, maybe, mean, you know, I think that we're not talking about a person that's as ego driven as a Donald Trump or what have you. I mean, he is, but he's more.
1: I think it's, it's ego driven in puppeteer. a way that. Yeah, it's not necessarily. It's versus,
0: well, because if you run for office, then you're open for it's very contingent on people voting. It's very uh, you're open to a whole bunch of different types of attacks. It's a different game versus having your own platform and your own channel that you're not being you don't have to answer to anybody.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think the question is, so, like, Bill O'Reilly, you know, he's not nearly as relevant as he was when he was on Fox News, right? I would
1: say he's not relevant at all anymore, Yeah, I mean, right? he's on like,
2: Newsmax every once in a while. He's got his
1: podcasts and stuff, but, like, that's, like, it's not, like, Bill O'Reilly was the king of that network right, right. and that movement for a lo- such a long time, but you don't even hear about him anymore,
2: but then you had figures like Rush Limbaugh, who was not on Fox News, who was wildly popular, in and influential. And so I guess the question is, will he? And I would argue that Ben Shapiro is incredibly influential. I mean, you see Nikki Haley like just quoting mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro in her like you know oh there's definitely video. like.
1: Yeah, way like not like quote unquote institutional ways for people to have that kind of influence. I mean, even like uh you know, uh what Christian christian Peshaw or whatever uh DeSantis DeSantis's uh PR campaign man I she's a huge libs of TikTok fan is my point. And like there are like there are people uh who like, yeah, I are influenced in, in that way, um are who aren't necessarily like Kevin McCarthy but uh it's definitely possible i just don't know yeah what he would choose right because like rumble seems like the obvious almost too obvious choice is he does he really want to hang out with russell brand all day and <laughs> i guess Steven crowder is on there too
0: well we should all think about that give it a real long hard think yeah while we go to ads and we're back from those ads, do you feel mm. relaxed and ready I don't even know we went
1: anywhere. I wasn't thinking. Yeah. My, my next was thought was, oh, we're back. But we never left because yeah. I wasn't thinking during it.
0: Cody, you set us up nicely mm. by mentioning Steven Crowder. We're going to talk about Steven Crowder real quick. I decided. Okay. You do it. Because you don't know, transition. Yeah. To, is, you know, yeah.
1: Oh, I know. I know what I did. I don't know why.
0: So uh, last Tuesday, Steven Crowder announced on his podcast that he and his wife Hillary uh, have been going through a divorce since 2021. And he definitely did it in a very crowdery way, uh, saying, no, this was not my choice. My then-wife decided she didn't want to be married anymore. And in the state of Texas, that's completely permitted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hillary simply wanted out, and the law says that's how it works, which, mm-hmm. of course, has sparked a whole mm-hmm. conversation about no-fault divorces and is Texas woke? not a woke. woman is Texas woke, <laughs> should a woman be allowed to uh, divorce her husband? And then a few days later, some leaked footage, uh, which I believe came from Hillary, Hillary's family um, of their, I don't know, nest ring security cam footage of them. A conversation of Crowder clearly being very uh, emotionally and verbally abusive with his wife. And I wanted to talk about it. I don't know. It sucks. That was a really hard video to watch for me, for a lot of people. It's like very, he didn't actually, he doesn't hit her, but he's very aggressive and it just screams of abuse. And then that sparked this whole debate. Oh God. Everything on Twitter is a nightmare mm. right now. And all the blue checks being the first to say, you know, defend this or that. It's like, well, you out of context or, you know, mm. it's, it's very difficult <laughs> but she she was she's a visibly very pregnant needing to use their one car why yeah. does steven Crowder have one fucking car
2: yeah
0: and he's just sitting there not letting her leave because what if let's see what if i need it what if i need to, to do something and she's well yeah steven it's like i can't please. go to my parents you. i can't
1: go to the gym i can't call my friends uh cuz my phone's in the car i guess
0: And he doesn't want, she offers to get someone to pick her up and he doesn't want her to do that.
1: Yeah, it's been, uh, I think, uh, you know, largely analyzed a lot. And I don't know, uh, I don't know what much, what else to add. Because I feel like, like every moment's been like sort of scrutinized. And, you know, you don't want to necessarily judge an entire relationship uh, on like two and a half minutes of video. Like one of their worst fights, maybe. We don't know uh blue check style we don't know the context um but we do know a lot about uh one of the people in the video and we do know context wise a lot of um what he believes and how he acts um this isn't something that happened in a vacuum it's not like oh this random couple we don't know the context of the fight we know Probably enough about Steven Crowder specifically and how he treats people uh, publicly, how he treats his staff privately, the things he says about what he what men should want and be and uh, get out of relationships. And the video was just 100 percent what you would expect. So I don't know what else to say. I just I've seen like the caution and like while I understand uh, the impetus for that, this isn't a vacuum that this is happening in and we know a lot about this and katie like you're saying like you watched it it was hard to watch for a lot of reasons
2: but it's yeah i don't know hated it don't don't like it no
0: those are all really important points
2: i don't feel particularly interested in extending a whole lot of charity to or benefit of the doubt to stephen crowder like yeah exactly you know, like the context for that incident is the The things that he says on his show and has been saying on his show for years. He's a bigot, he's a misogynist. And like you said, that's exactly that clip is exactly what you would expect those that those beliefs the, to manifest th- like that. And you know, you're right. We don't know the exact context, but there's so much in there that I just you just can't can't ignore like the the one car. Mm -hmm. The way some of her language stuck out to me the most where she's like, I'm going to disengage or I'm not going to engage in this. Actively trying to like
1: be like, I know, I know how this gets and I'm not going to let it get to that point.
2: Yeah, that's some. that seems to me like somebody who's been like listening to some podcasts about like. How to deal with narcissistic abuse? Like that's yeah. the talking language. To therapist. Yeah, talk to her therapist or whatever. I don't know yeah. for sure, but that's the that's what it made me feel. And so, yeah, I'm I I think we should drag Stephen Crowder for this. And frankly, yeah. I, well, I think it's his kid's fault that they're gonna, they got a <laughs> yeah, divorce. Well, he said it wasn't though. I thought it was first, and then
1: uh, he said it wasn't. And so, no, it's the maybe, kid's fault. It's, Maybe it isn't. This-
0: before we move on, that's funny. It is his kid's fault.
1: I mean, unironically, kind of. It doesn't seem like he wants to be a father. <laughs> Missed his no. kid's birth
0: but for, out of spite. I just wanted or to say that, I mean, like, again, I tweeted about this. I doubt that uh, Hillary and I would necessarily see eye to eye on that many things. But that doesn't matter. There are women all across this country stuck in relationships that are similar to this. And they don't have the tools or the ability to see what's happening to them. Um, and I want to say that that doesn't mean that I'm sure there's plenty of of uh, women, men, people in relationships that have, you know, maybe there's one breadwinner and another person. And it, I'm not inherently saying that that's a bad situation. You're a partner and your team. But the problem is that so many men take it to a place where you are my property, where I get to decide what you do or do not do. And that's not. That's not it, man. That's that's abuse. That's and the fact that you could see her so pregnant and trying so hard to keep her emotions under control. I I don't know if I'm projecting fear, but I felt afraid for her in that situation. And that's normal. That's a normal thing for a lot of women. And I don't care what your politics are. And I know a lot of I, I I want you to be safe. And they're not listening to this podcast necessarily. But but that's that's what made me ache is just how many women out there are. Um, this is their day to day life.
1: Yeah, and it's not it's not a um, you know it's not exclusive to people who subscribe to that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, that no, is, it's not. You know, uh, no, I, I don't think you were saying that at all. I want to sort of point that out because, like, it is. I think it is important to point out that if you're. In that mindset of like, I get to do this and I smoke my cigar while my wife does her wifely duties. This is sort of this is uh, you know, an expected result of that uh worldview. You're gonna have these conflicts that arise and one you know, one side is gonna think there's this solution of like, well, no, I said it. I'm the man and you're gonna do what I say. And on the other side, well, I'm a human being and no, I'm pregnant, like all, all the many reasons. And so this is uh I would feel comfortable saying a pretty expected result, um, especially for him who, again, we've heard talk about all this kind of stuff. um, And he's sort of cosplaying is this idea of like what he thinks a man should be. And this is the damaged relationship that comes out of that. Um, But it's also not exclusive to people who have that worldview. And I don't know, it's just bad. It was really sad uh, watching it. Um, There's one moment where like, she was like, I love you. And he was like, I don't love you. And you can see her oh, yeah. instantly cover her belly with her shirt. Yeah it was a bare belly and then he says that and she covers it up and like it's just very very uh sad um and uncomfortable and weird that we are all watching it in a way um i know it's... now
0: i want to stop talking about it so also it's also kind of funny that like... uh
1: of course stephen crowder has like a ring camera on his porch like his back porch um yeah. but oh also i uh, just wanted to address real quick i've seen again the twitter blue freaks out there a if you're looking at that video and going eh, "That seems normal You got a problem and you should address it with uh, a person, Um, maybe your partner, maybe go to therapy, maybe figure out how you actually fight with uh, your significant other and maybe analyze that and figure out that it's kind of bad Um, if you see no problem with that video. Also, a second thing that I was going to say that was even more important than the first thing I was going to say, but I kind of forget what it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, well, let let me say one thing before I forget and something that we glossed over a little bit his comments in you know his announcement video about the laws permitting you know no fault divorce just to get be on the record yeah i think that like if you want to get a divorce you should be able to get a divorce and not have to be trapped in a marriage that you don't want to be in so just the fact that he thinks that's problematic is an indication of his belief that his wife ought to be trapped in the marriage with him and unable to escape if she doesn't want to. So I don't even need to see a video to know that he's right. a, an abusive. Exactly. Prick. He right. says it out loud. Um,
1: And he, like this idea, like, you know, well, a saying, pointing out several times, it's not the kid's fault, didn't think it was until you said it. <laughs> um, but just sort of this, like, kind of hiding behind that, like, you know, uh, in terms of the divorce was like, well, you know, uh, it's important for the kids, for the parents to stay together and stuff. Are you doing a lot of like math or comparisons or like looking into like the damage that kids uh, growing up in a loveless marriage, where the two parents who stuck together fucking hate each other and fear each other, and the like, right. effects of that compared to uh, two people amicably separating and like being able to function? Um, and it's just like them a weird way to look your
0: children at children a healthy
1: right? Like don't my kids are healthier because conflict. their mom is yeah. trapped with me? Like that's not good for them probably Nah, i don't
0: know we should move on and talk about something idea, else though. we can <laughs> the Ben Shapiro conversation
1: we could do that we could talk about how everybody's like yeah we should have more public murders
0: oh Let's... there's so many options we don't
1: we don't need to talk about that i just want to address we will talk um, about that um, we'll talk about it in the future in more detail but i do want to it's more and more every fucking day on that goddamn website just the, the sea of freaks just being like actually i think uh I should be able to fucking kill whoever all the time. It's good for society. Like, th- like, like, admit, admit, you're fucking like psychopath and you want to kill people. Go for it. I disagree. Go for it. But to like frame it like it's good for society and this is this is this is actually helpful is fucked up. Uh, we shouldn't normalize it. It's bad to publicly murder people. Oh, He had forty priors. You didn't know that. You didn't fucking know that. That's not how the justice system works. You killed a guy without knowing that he had been arrested before. So I hate Guess we're it, talking and about it. It's now. bad. No, no, no. We're we're done talking about it. I just need. I I just. It's happening a lot I now. I know. And I hate it so much. And I just wanted to address it and just come out, listeners. We are anti. Publicly murdering people, yeah, uh, for being stance. loud or um, you know unstable in public or whatever. Just um, for maybe living, we should have services for situations like that.
0: Maybe, yeah, it's a bigger topic that we're not exactly. But thank you, WGA Strange.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. We're all, we're we're here. I,
0: I care about this. I care about this. We're all in this industry. I think it's important, and I think a lot of our listeners are fans of entertainment. Hmm. And will be affected by this. I think so.
1: I won. Yeah. Entertainment is good.
0: So yeah, the WGA is on strike uh, for the first time in 15 years. It's already been 15 years since that last mm-hmm. one. Huh? Oof. I feel old. I do. That's a tired thing to say when you look at dates, but I, yeah. that's wild. Cause there the last strike was happening right as I was in the fallouts of it coming to Los mm-hmm. Angeles. So that's fun. Um, but yeah, Hollywood writers are walking out on strike after contract negotiations failed between the WGA and, a uh, trades association rep- representing large studios. WGA members are seeking pay increases and structural changes to a business model that they say is making it harder for them to make a consistent living. It is dire trying to make a living in entertainment right now, uh, Already,
1: if you're not like, because there's the process of becoming like getting a job,
0: (laughs) right? Sorry, sorry. Well, yeah, I mean, getting a job is very hard, and you're doing years and years of unpaid work and hitting it from whatever way you can and making your own stuff or whatever. But like, so much is streaming now, and we never figured that out. New media during the last round of negotiations a lot's happened in the 15 years uh and that was for you know little youtube videos it was mostly like for promos and stuff promotional Mm -hmm. things and there was some weird sag agreement that you can use with screen actors guild for new media but it's never been fine and you can never get paid well doing this and so right now we've got emmy nominated writers people are coming forward sharing their stories if you haven't seen them you should start looking for the wga hashtag and wga strike and start looking at some of the stories that are being shared from from writers you know living being having a negative bank account while writing on emmy award winning shows for streaming they barely get any residuals the episodes aren't 22 episode seasons it's like 7 or 8 and the price is just but meanwhile the corporations let's be clear corporations that own all the different studios at this point are of course showing record profits this is what we see across all industries lately this is why we see you know people striking in across the board um and all people are really asking for is living wage i mean there's all sorts of ways that people can be protected because as as of right now being a writer and creating this content is not a viable career option, um, and that's not even touching on the AI conversation. Yeah, we'll get to. which that. we can get um, to.
1: Well for context also like with like you were talking about like what the internet and streaming sort of was uh, or- originally and like in the before you know yeah in during that first uh, the other strike, not the first strike, but the, the most recent strike for context. So like that was, you're saying 15 years ago, Orange is the New Black is one of the, like the first like, oh, that's like a successful streaming show. That's mm-hmm. like, wow, mm-hmm. look at like, that's from 2013. Right, exactly. That's like, that's not that long ago. And now it's everything. It blew up. It became this this behemoth of uh, how content or art or whatever you want to call it is made Um, And now it's everywhere, and uh, the studios are doing quite well. Um,
2: And you're having,
1: yeah, sorry.
2: Yeah, well, the entire business model of quote unquote television has completely transformed to the point where they're making, they're spending and making so much money on streaming, and these large corporations are just taking advantage of the fact that the rules that were written back then don't reflect the current business model. And so their their profits have gone up and they're taking advantage of the fact that the rules are out of date to pay writers less than they are contributing to the profits that they're making.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what's particularly, I mean, it's all upsetting, but They've been negotiating this. So the strike authorization from members, I think, was like a 97 or 98 percent, which is a very high strike authorization from, you know, the different members. And then but they still were bargaining and, you know, bringing forth all these really important points. And not only were this was the studio rejecting, they weren't even counter proposing. They weren't even giving options. They're not even saying. And I think you know, the, we can should talk about the AI of it all. I, You know, AI is never going to write the content that you guys crave, that we all want. It's not going to. But what they can use it to do is to do a draft and then underpay people to come in and punch it up. That is their and plan. And make it better. Uh, yeah, currently. And they're like, fuck you. We can just do this. Now you can't, man.
1: The idea again uh this is just a theme running theme Twitter blue subscribers have some of the worst fucking opinions uh in the world. I cannot imagine watching anything and being like, "Oh, a computer could do it better." Even if you don't like it, even if you think the writing is bad on something. How do you think this weird like mishmash of phrases and ideas scra- scraped from the internet is going to make like be better? There's no thought that actually goes into it. Uh, it's absurd, and they are going to do this. They're going to make really bad shit and have writers like do edits on it because that's what you have to do with this AI currently. Maybe not in the future, but currently, you need people watching it to make sure it doesn't do a bad job, which it consistently does. It has hallucinations. It, it like makes up quotes. It's poorly written nonsense garbage, and uh, they're just going to... Use that technology to make even more profit without paying artists for their labor that they should value. It's really disgusting and weird to see people who like run these studios and who make stuff. You're like, your job, like, you don't write it and you don't act in it, but your job is to make stuff. You make art, you make entertainment, and to think that you can just outsource this, uh, like, fundamental part of it since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. and outsource it to a bad chat bot uh, is really gross and insulting and uh, just speaks to this horrible moment in our culture. And I don't care for it, <laughs> I guess is my point.
0: I don't care for it either. I was just imagining um, an Oscar ceremony, Academy Awards for best picture. And they what are they going to roll out? Some computer? Or-
1: you can't. AI your way into, like, a human experience, a life lived with thoughts and feelings and experiences and the many senses that we have that goes into writing a story, coming up with a character, doing this kind of work, um, and dialogue, whatever it is, uh, I don't know. It sucks. It's I'm gross. not. I,
2: I don't know if I agree with that, Cody. Have you seen this scene written oh, perfect. by... A- AI that Ben Shapiro posted recently. Can you
0: put that in oh. our uh, chat here?
2: Yeah, let's I see. I think
1: I'm, a, I know what you're talking about, but this sounds like I a didn't read episode. I, I just responded to him with a question mark because I wasn't sure what it was.
0: And ratioed him?
1: I
2: did with a question mark. Um, yeah, this so is great, great, great tweet, Ben. Should um, we read this out loud? Yeah, let's read this. So, um, who do you want to be, Jim Cody or Mr. Smith? Oh, both sound like really, really, really
1: good roles written mm-hmm. by a really juicy. good writer. Yeah, juicy roles.
2: Let's do Jim. We'll do Jim. You know? Okay, I'll be Mr. I, I, no Smith. preference, no preference. And then Great. Katie, you read the stage directions.
0: Okay. So Ben's prompt, please write a TV comedy scene in which a screenwriter negotiates with the studio head for higher pay while the studio head has all of his responses written by AI. <clears throat> I
1: need to jump in here. First of all, Ben, you don't need to say please. So,
0: <laughs> okay,
1: chatbot, right. you don't need to say please. He's a polite boy. Very, yeah, he's very polite and civil. Uh, secondly, uh, you're asking this AI to write uh, a scene um in which uh, the studio head has all of his responses written by AI. Yeah. Both of the characters' responses are written by AI. You're talking (laughs) to an AI. You're asking it to write a scene. The entire thing is written by an AI. You don't need to... It's fine. Anyway. Anyway.
0: (laughs) No, fair point. Interior studio executive's office. Day. We see a screenwriter, Jim, sitting in front of a large desk facing a studio executive, Mr. Smith. The room is nicely furnished, with large windows overlooking the bustling city below.
1: Mr. Smith, I'm, I'm hoping we can talk about my compensation for this project. I feel that the initial offer is not commensurate with the work required. That was written by an AI, Ben. God.
2: Sorry. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. I understand your concern, and I will consult with the necessary departments to see if we can come to a mutually beneficial agreement. <laughs> well, that's good to hear, but I was hoping
1: for a more immediate solution. This is a high profile project and I've been putting in long hours to make sure it's a success.
2: I appreciate your dedication and hard work. Rest assured that we value our employees and want to compensate them fairly.
0: What is this? And scene. <laughs> that's the end
2: of the scene. What does what he mean this? by that?
0: What, what is does he mean? And it, and are you trying to tell me that this is good? That this is a good script, a compelling. B- we don't know story? what he's trying he's sh- to
1: say. We don't know. It's absurd. There's but no Cody point. And I
0: have read a lot of uh, Ben Shapiro's writing, and I can yeah, tell you that it's not much better, if at all. Uh, no, he uh, is
2: implying that this is good writing right, because he, he said, "Yup, they're screwed." Is what he said when he posted that. So right. he's saying. Writers are screwed because look how good the writing of this scene is.
0: It is just always but, funny and important to remind people that Ben Shapiro is a failed screenwriter.
1: Oh, rejected 100%. from Hollywood. And we have the unpublished <laughs> script of his pilot to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> one day. One day, folks. One day. But uh, this is so silly because I still don't... I Like, Will, you're saying his point is that ai can do it but is that his point because he also said please write please please write a tv comedy scene right so what does he what does he think the joke is made is the joke that like haha writers shouldn't get paid fairly or is the joke that he thinks it's funny or is the joke that he's bitter and jealous of all these writers because they have the ability to go and strike because they've gotten jobs in television writing
2: writing i mean he i think he i don't i don't know how to interpret it but he's i think he's saying this is good the ai did a good job writing this scene and i think he thinks that's a good scene and i guess a funny scene
1: i'm so blown away because i i agree that that's Seems like what that, you're saying. That's what we assume he means because I've he's also tweeted elsewhere about like, oh writers and your you want your your little traits or whatever, mocking like the writer's strike, uh and pointing out like AI can do it, but everything in this scene points to like it seems like a shit the post, you know? Like I'm reading it, I'm like, are you trying to make the opposite point that you right. like are you doing a parody of what we think you would do? Because if you are, you nailed it. Very funny tweet, making fun of yourself. But otherwise,
2: what's the joke in the scene? <laughs> I, 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 think when they say commensurate, commensurate,
0: commensurate. that's
2: commensurate. Commensurate. Not commensurate with the work required. Like, <laughs> can you imagine a laugh track right after that line? <laughs> I'm, it's I very
0: awful sounding. This is depressing. This I is the appreciate your I've ever
2: dedication read. to and hard work.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but also, and I, I cannot stress this enough: um, this scene, um, the entire thing is written by AI. Specifying, yeah. like, spe- like if you even read it, their stage directions uh, or like a direction right. for the character, reading from a tablet. Mr. Smith is reading from a tablet, so like the joke of like his responses are written by AI is just that he's reading from a tablet. But people in those kinds of meetings read. They have like guidelines for how to do these conversations too. They have like, there could be anything on that tablet. Yeah, it's it's
2: very bizarre. Luck so yeah. I think yeah, I think we're not we're not yet at the stage where AI is going to take over writers, but they will start writing little baby shows for babies pretty soon.
1: Yeah, uh, entirely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And like, but make sure somebody's making, like, Little checking because shows. they might be lying to the babies. It's, just, yeah, um, they will. And they'll, I mean, they'll try to do this, you know, I think. And some things will slip by and people won't know because uh, audiences are primed for garbage. But like i don't know like every scene every like oh look look oh my god i talked to this ai and look how believable it is or like i asked it to write this scene and look how amazing it is it's like i don't want a bunch of movies about how like vaccines aren't real and the government owes you a girlfriend like is that what we're gonna they'll get, get in five AI years like movies. god they'll
0: make woke AI movies too. i'm told the chat
1: gbt is woke also so i don't know wow
0: Okay, that's it. I'm calling it. We've done it. We've talked Please. for over an hour.
1: Oh,
2: geez. And heck.
0: Well, thank you for being here with us today.
2: Absolutely. Thanks do you for wanna, Do I want to plug anything?
0: Yeah, do you want to plug anything? I mean in our uh, show.
2: <laughs> I direct this show called Some More News. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and Ooh. every time every once in a while I write an episode too. It's pretty cool. Um yeah, that's it pretty good much Episodes. They good. You. They are good
0: check him out check on our channel
1: him out on our (laughs) channel and podcast
2: occasionally yes Uh, or our channel as a podcast wherever you get your podcast wherever
0: wherever you get your podcast
2: i have a confession to make my last script was written by ai Whoa! oh so it is possible it's possible did a great job okay thank you Well, I
0: changed my entire tune, but that one sentence you gave us. (laughs) AI is good, actually. Mm -hmm. Fuck writers.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And thanks for having me on. Let me just say fuck writers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nuh-uh. Hashtag WGA strong.
1: Hashtag uh, WGA. I will work for you instead. That's what it sounds like, right?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hashtag. We love you very much. Much.